right here. Just pay attention to us. The Middle Children. Hello, I'm Jesse Jollis. And I'm Chris Burns. And this is Middle, Middle We are revolting children living in living revolting, in revolting times. times. We, we sing revolting songs. We sing revolting rhymes. We are revolting children in a revolting time. And we are revolting for you. We are revolting. Oh my God. Happy Matilda. Happy Matilda. Happy Matilda to you and yours. How the hell are you? Good. I think so. You've repainted, which means you're redoing, which means you're re-nesting, which means you're refocusing. Which means I'm losing it. Well, that's how some yeah. people would interpret it, but not me. Some people might re- interpret it as I'm that I'm losing my mind. Me? I said for about a week and a half, I said, what's really fun about me is I live as if I'm a pig. Okay? I live in filth. And I eat out of troughs just throughout my apartment. And I said, how can you be creative? You're, you're, a, you're a mess, okay? I said, a genius can be messy, but a genius has to get shit done. So I hired a cleaner. Mm. And now I'm like, oh, I forgot I am a CEO who just doesn't have a company at the time. I said, I, I, my, seeing a clean floor, I'm like, God, God is good. I'm back to believing in God. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus came down. She's not even Jewish anymore. I'm like, anymore, I honey. get it. Now I get it. But I'm literally like a clean house. I God bless. I like will regularly organize and clean, but I immediately go back to being a slob. Not being a slob. It's just hard for me to stay organized. My roommate was like, I've never seen someone who organizes so much and then just immediately abandon it when they're done. Wow. Because it'll be like, oh, well, I don't know where I put this. Tupperware, oh. and then I'm like, "Why is it at the very top with all the unused wine glasses?" And I'm like, "Because I just stuck it somewhere." Oh, yeah. It's not my fault. I have ADD. It's it. It's the ADD. I just did my vacation. I'm back, so maybe that's it. I'm also feeling just like I can fix any problem. You got a problem? I can fix it. I can fix anything. I even cleaned for the cleaner. I said I need the surfaces to be clean because how the hell is this woman supposed to clean if she can't see anything? So I cleaned for her, and then like my friend Sarah came over last night and we ordered food, and I can feel myself literally before the cleaner came. I was like, just what drag, just drag your pasta sauce in this place is a filth hole please don't worry but then when we were eating last night i could see myself being like do you need to play like i was like if you get a crumb on my my floor Mm. (laughs) i'll kill you i live in pristine now okay like i can feel myself just get like tense about that and i'm like jesse you could just clean again but the thing is everyone knows that i won't so i am like it's now or never it's like how do i maintain this as long as humanly possible and the answer is you do your darndest. Okay. How long was here. the cleaner? How long? She was here for four hours. Oh, that's not terrible. It was pretty. I mean, four hours for a one bedroom. Homegirl scrubbing. No, I never. I cannot. I ran errands and I went to go get cash. I said, I won't be here. I can't. I simply can't. And it was raining. So I was like, I've got. It's hard to find a fun task in the rain because you're mm-hmm. like, 
huh, I would rather be under my covers watching TV. Uh, but I am out here. And I I went to Buffalo. I got rid of some of my clothes. They took literally nothing. And I said, that's fine. I don't want you to take anything. There was this 17-year-old boy who was like, if these pants were wide leg, we would take them. And I was like, okay, well, Ugh. some people still don't wear wide legs. So, okay. That's what's in fine. these days at Buffalo. Yeah whatever i'm like what a mistake and why does a 17 year old have so much power and then he was like we are taking graphic tees and ironically i am wearing the graphic tee i'm currently wearing which is my prince graphic tee and i was like a graphic tee like this to show him i know what's hot and he was like not not like that (laughs) (laughs) he was like yeah let us know when you're done with that and i was like i'm not gonna give you the clothes off my back you absolutely how much do you want for it yeah, I'll walk, I'll out, walk of out of here in a bra and panties. <laughs> yeah, I've got nothing to lose. Nothing. You can't take anything from me when you have nothing. You are powerful when you've got nothing to lose. I'll say it once and I'll say it again. Amen. That's what Lady Gaga says. In and the I... um, in the <laughs> Marry the Night music video, which really resonated with me as a teenager, I actually almost got Marry the Night tattooed on me. Thank God every day that I did not... <laughs> do that yeah that, back that in the would day be. because it's about when she got dropped from her record label and she like was gonna have to start over mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. in the music video she's like i'm gonna be a star hell it's and they're like i believe you and she's like because i have nothing left to lose listen we have to all remember like last night when i was watching death becomes her and i was seeing how i I was watching meryl streep and her absolute beauty and cat and how captivating she is and i remember that there was a casting director that told her that she wasn't beautiful and i think about that every day i go there are some people that just hate people and they just say mean things and it's not true and you just gotta not believe them let this be a ted talk if you're struggling in your life or someone said something mean to you bless and believe Okay, that they're struggling and you're doing fine. Okay. Or you just weren't right for the role. Okay. Well, that's one way to look at it. Good for you. Good for you. That's how I feel. Whenever I don't get anything, I'm like, you know what? That's not your fault. Yeah. I'm like, that was not for you. It will go they, to who it's they meant hate to be. Fat people. They hate gay people. Uh, I remember once when I was working at the restaurant, I was like getting in trouble with the owners because someone complained about me. Being rude, which I probably was, but I also don't <laughs> give a fuck. <laughs> this was when I was like managing at the tiny Westville um, in the West Village, which is no longer there. And it was an absolute nightmare because whatever. And my boss, who I like did like, we were like close. He was like, uh, he said that blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, you know what? He's probably homophobic. He just hates gay people. And he was like, Chris, he's gay. He's married to a man and they have a kid together. And I was like, well, then, you know, it's just Internalized. self-hatred. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't write the rules. Okay. It is funny. Whatever. That is funny. I love that. I don't think anyone has ever said. I was like. I was driving um, around with my boyfriend and I was like remembering in the car, like my immediate reaction when someone honks is, I'm so sorry, is like, oh my God, I'm sorry, I'm an idiot. Oh my God, my <laughs> I don't know how to. What? Tr- 
See, and that, and, and then there's the energy of like, fuck you. I'm doing, like, I'm turning, relax. And then my boyfriend was like, it's a good to have a forget you energy. You don't want to get angry and say fuck you, but you want to be like, forget you. Literally forget. Mm-hmm. I will not remember you in seven seconds and my day is prospering. Um, which I think is great because like my I'm sorry energy is like I'll accidentally run over a biker because I'm like, this guy has to turn and I'm in his way. So <laughs> I'm going to have manslaughter on my hands when yeah. it's like and the other energy is angry where I'm like, I want forget you energy where I'm just like, forget you. OK, forget you, forget yours, forget everything. It's like that song. Forget you. Even though it's actually fuck you. Well, but see, that's uh, luckily I listened to the radio version and it really resonated. Have you ever heard the Lily Allen song? No. What song? That's like, fuck you. Fuck you very, very, very very much. much. Yes, I did. Actually, I do love that song. I used to love her. Lily Allen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. Actually. I used to be very into like those off the beaten path. You really are. Like when I was in high school, like Lily Allen, Kate Nash. Hell yeah. I used to like just drive around blasting their stupid CDs. Sometimes, and this has made it very difficult to ever relate to a straight white man um, or a straight man in general. um, Because I like very much sort of like never think about music and like when i listen to music i'm like oh my god i like that but like i don't remember who sings it and people are Mm -hmm. like what like oh this song is a song or like this artist or like this This song is a song (laughs) (laughs) this song is like a song like so many people have like singers or like people they really like it just takes a lot for me to actually become invested in something or someone Mm mm-hmm like truly and sometimes i'm like i'm unusual like i'm unusual that like <laughs> i, I guess don't you're not like a diehard for any i'm not one you don't like stand anyone i stand no one <laughs> i stand not a person not a thing see like, i you, stand uh, a lot of people i feel you like. really do i mean i know for a fact you would take a bullet for jennifer hudson i would take a bullet to the if face. someone was like who loves if someone was like, we need like a Jennifer Hudson enthusiast, I'd be like, I literally have the person. <laughs> you know, like if I was ever on the Jennifer Hudson show, Absolutely. which is her talk show. I know. Like I I would be like, listen, like I think I would pass out. I know. I actually like that's my dream for you is I'm like, how do I? Because like that's something that. I almost like with Jennifer Hudson, I'm like, I have a friend who really loves her. Like that's, I have just like, it's like, oh, one of my friends is a Stan. Did you know she's the youngest person to ever EGOT? No, I didn't know that. And did you know that I said years ago, I was like, (laughs) Jennifer Hudson is going to EGOT. Mark my words. She's going to EGOT. And you spoke it into the ether. And you either got it. I'll never. I, never... I know that about you. Honestly, my only stands are like Hillary Duff. <laughs> I stand which is my... interesting. Like I like Hillary I Duff, but to stand Hillary Duff, I is stand her. Else. I stand her, and I stand her real hard. Have you seen How I Met Your Father? I don't think you do stand her. You don't actually support the things she does. Um. Well, I think you just that... like her. Here's the thing. 
sometimes those shows like she's on a sitcom where I'm like, Hillary, get that money. But I'm like, that's not Hilduff. Hilduff went into the Lizzie McGuire sequel and said, if Lizzie isn't fucking, I'm not doing the show. And then she walked and I said, that's Hillary Duff. That's mm-hmm. the girl we know and love. And I mean, I follow her on Instagram. <laughs> if I, I met her in person, I would weep. If I met her in person, I would weep. Let me put I don't it think that you way. would. Uh, okay. Maybe I wouldn't. I don't think you would. I don't know if I weep at... I don't know if I get starstruck. I use... I, I don't really anymore. That I was beat, That was beat out of me when I worked at Letterman. And they, Mine was and beat we out had, of me working at the restaurant, to be honest. It's like, if you have to be around celebrities, eventually someone's going to be like, hey, you can't have any reaction. And you're like, oh, okay. Got it. Yeah, no, it used to be like, like absolutely not can you say anything to these people as right. though they're anything but An annoying customers. customer. Yeah. And then you're just like, okay, I can do that. And then slowly, like, people, you're just like, oh, they're just regular people like some of them are rude some of them are really nice some of them are quiet as a mouse and you know what bless and believe bless and and sometimes you're like like i used to go to a table and then when i was taking an order i'd like look up and i'd be like oh i'm like that voice is so familiar and then i'd be like Uh, oh my god it's susan sarandon i was about to say susan sarandon do you know that I used to wait on Susan Sarandon all the time? Oh and she one time was like, can you throw this away from me? And it was her mail. And um, it was like a huge thank you card. Of course I opened it. <sighs> and it was like a huge thank you card that somebody had written her front and back. And she asked me to throw it away before she even opened it. I feel like it was like something she didn't want. And also her address, I still remember. And I won't say the street. But I will say that she lived in penthouse A and B. It's a A and B. Oh, bitch! Mm-hmm. You go, Sue, Sue. You go, Sue, Sue. Hell and her yeah. son had a lot of allergies. Oh, well. And her son, I also like got to know just from waiting on. And his father is Tim Robbins, uh, Shawshank Redemption Academy Award winning actor. Oh, okay. And so sometimes he would come in with Tim Robbins because they're divorced. So sometimes. He'd come in with one parent and sometimes the other. You know what? That's a beautiful thing. Maybe they don't go to the restaurant together, but they go or the, maybe they don't go at the same time, but they are like in the same ether, you know? Well, the son used to be like, it's this place is so easy for my allergies. And I said, you bet. And Get I in said, here, of kid. course. Get in here, kid. Do if you, you think mail? I'm back there on my hands and knees begging the kitchen to do these things and pretending to you that it's an easy fix? That's exactly what's happening. That's exactly what's happening. Okay? They're cooking yours out back because you're vegan and you're kosher. And that's my that's our pleasure mm-hmm. here at Westville. Okay? That's our pleasure. How about that? I do know a lot about uh, how to be kosher and how to be... Vegan and gl- all of it. I bet there. you do. I learned a lot of life lessons, Honestly, including stay you, in school. You're somebody who, again, knows. I, I feel like you would be if if I didn't know something and it had to do with really anything unusual on Millionaire, and I had to phone a friend. I would phone you. Anything and about I would probably, and I wouldn't answer because I wouldn't answer a cold phone call, and then you would be fucked, which would suck. That would suck, and that's disappointing. Um, but yeah, I sure. would try. I I my, understand my, that. My brother says that I always get obsessed with weird subsets of human culture. 
Is he wrong? I no, mean, he's that's spot on. That's spot on. That's spot on. When I was looking through with Sarah, I was like, what has Chris purchased on Amazon? It's so nice that we're so intimate that way. And she was like, my hoarders. And I was like, oh, my God, Chris and I were obsessed with hoarders. And like, what a subset of life, you know? And then like how it's my 700 pound or my 1,000 pound sisters. Mm -hmm. And one of them looks like they lost weight. And is that drama? Well, okay. You want to hear the story? I got to get the tea. Give me the tea. Amy and Tammy live together. Okay, cool. Okay, obviously. Thousand pound sisters. It's not equally distributed, though. One's like, one was like 700, one's like 300. And the thinner one gets married and then has weight loss surgery and then gets pregnant. And the other one is just not doing any of that. And then it's, it's, I actually stopped watching Thousand Pound Sisters because it's a little depressing. But um, from what I've heard, actually, the bigger one, Tammy, also has lost a lot of weight now and also got married. So, yeah, it's drama when Amy has the baby because Tammy's jealous of the baby. Well, I'm sure. Honestly, a lot of people who isn't jealous of a baby, even when it's your friend, you're like, oh, man. So are you going to like hang out with the baby most of the time? (laughs) Like how often yeah. do you, are you going to be with the baby? It's like full-time baby. So I get the jealousy of the baby. Even the dog. When you see the dog, they're like, so is that baby? Is that baby now? Go ahead. Say it. I dare you. I know. I have friend, like a friend now who's a couple years younger than me who's like all of his friends are getting married and stuff. Okay. And it's like, it, it takes a little while, I think, um, to realize you're like uh, it's just that's how life goes where i'm like everyone is gonna get married and eventually like that's their that's you know what life is they're gonna get married they're gonna have a kid and you're not a priority oh god that's really sad you said that but i do know it's true that's like the tiktok i'm i'm right now on that tiktok trend where it's the song i don't care how long it takes but everyone's doing it as a picture and then someone's dying what yeah okay so right now my tiktok which like sometimes is good and sometimes it just goes to a subset that i'm like i didn't sign up for this what's going on and i think the reason it started is because the first time it happened i went what's going on and i watched it a few times to be like what is going on in this i don't get it so it's like a picture of four friends and it's like regular motion and then it goes i don't care how long it takes and it goes it free it goes into slow motion and every it, it, like the year changes so at first it's 2021 and then it's 2023 and everyone's age changes except for like one or two people which signifies like it's always like the captions like we miss you or like forever 21 i'm like wait What's going on? And now that's like, <laughs> I can't tell you how many times it's like, I don't care. I'm like, oh, no, who died in this picture? Have you had a lot of people that you graduated with die? Uh, No, not a lot. We used to have a thing that um, people said our class was cursed because everyone would die. Every year someone would die. Oh, my God. But I think it's been a couple of years. A knock on wood. I did. I remember when I was a kid. I'm sorry this is coming up. But when I was a kid, I think I was in first or second grade. And this is why actually I'm scared of horses because there was this little girl who she wasn't in my class, but we had recess at the same time. And one time I remember that she wouldn't give up the swings. And I thought, man, 
I wish she would give up the swings. Anyhow, and then she was like a big horseback rider. And then, uh, like, what's funny is when I talk to my mom about it as an adult, because I'm like, this is what I remember as a kid. I remember them being like, this girl Shelby got into an accident. And I thought I remember being like, pray for her, like pray that she gets better. And I thought I remembered like praying and hoping and like after time they were like Shelby passed away. Um, And my mom was like, when I talked about it, I forget because it really was traumatizing as a kid. My mom was like, her accident, which was she was riding her horse. Her parents like had horses and her the reins got stuck on her helmet. So, yeah. So when she got bucked off or something happened like a bee and the horse Uh, was and so she popped like a cherry. No, I think she just was dragged for a little bit. Um, And my mom was like, I think that it was pretty instant. Like, I don't think that there was was no. No. I mean, when they found her, it's like. Or they saw, I don't even know if they saw it happen. And then I didn't I don't, realize this story was ending with a dead child. I'm sorry. I, I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, well, because I just, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry mm. if I, <laughs> I'm really sorry. I just, I guess what I'm saying is happy Monday, everyone. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I'll do, I'll go, I'll die. I'll divert. I don't know. Give what it happened. a different think, ending. Give it you know, a different ending. Yeah, Let's and then we prayed. History. We prayed really hard, and then she was fine. She came back. <laughs> she came back. She was fine, and she let us all. She taught us all about horse safety. Okay, and how fun is that? <laughs> how was your childhood? Better than hers. Good. Pretty good. Better. Okay. Well. <laughs> I don't care how long it takes. I'm sorry. And honestly, sometimes it's good to... I hope that... Yeah. Okay. um, I'm sorry. Yeah. How are... What are you doing this weekend? (laughs) (laughs) I painted my room. I know. I know. It looks stunning. Did we talk about that? Well, yeah, we did. It looks... It's dark. You guys, it's dark Do we talk about it on air? We did. Are you sure? Because I talked about the cleaner. Yeah, because I was like, you're redoing, you're re-nesting. But honestly, you guys, tell us again. Because now it's a a dark green, I would say. Yeah, it's called something Hunter something. Hunt Club. Hunter Hunter Club. Hunt Club. Hunt Club. I say cunt club and let's fucking go. It's a party, honey. It's a cunt club. Hell yeah. It's Gorgina. Where are I'm like, you know, like gold frames would look really good or black frames. Well, I that's think. the theme because I have my dressers oh. white with gold, <gasps> like little handles. I have a gold lamp. And then my neighbor, so I have this neighbor who's 96. Had. Obsessed. Oh. Well, so like we were like kind of friendly. I was friendly with her daughter who was six, like in her 60s. And okay. the other day I'm at home, knock, knock, knock at the door. And it's the the daughter who's in her sixties who like comes to take care of her sometimes, okay, and cute. she was like, she was like, my mother, we moved my mother into a nursing home so she can be closer to us, blah blah. blah. And she's like, but do you want to come in her apartment and see if there's anything that you want because we're like moving her out today? Shut up. And I was like, okay, I'll go, I'll check it out. When I walked in, I did realize they were selling everything. <laughs> oh, but still, <laughs> and so I do need 
they don't make good dressers anymore. You they know? don't make furniture like they used to. Okay? I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. I want a deep drawer. God, I want a drawer that's so deep and so heavy that when I think about moving it, I go, is it easier to just bury me with this? But that's what I want. Yeah. Okay. I do end up buying this large chest of drawers behind me that you can't (gasps) really see. Okay. And so I'm going to paint it white and then change the knobs to gold or brass knobs. I love that. So it matches the rest. So it'll be this dark color, white furniture, and gold accoutrement. I'm obsessed. That sounds so nice. You know, that's the same thing with vintage. When you look at vintage clothes, I'm like, these clothes were made to last. Why Why did we get fast fashion that you're like, wash it three times and you'll never wear it again? Like, I know. Insane. I hate fast fashion. Me too. It's We're such a, oh, when he's here. It's, we're such a disposable, gener- even the furniture. I remember the first furniture I got in the city, which my dad got me and you know i guess he wasn't like invest in good pieces he was like let's buy you some shit and i said okay yeah we went to the store like in astoria where i literally he got me a dining room table where i kid you not every single chair broke at some point where was this the table yeah where'd you get it from this like store in astoria no shade to the store but honestly some serious shade and yeah every single chair thank god it never broke but i would invite people in my home i'd be like have a seat and then the chair would break and i'd be like i'm so sorry oh my god i would kill myself i know it was horrific the wood would just like snap when i moved last time they made us sign something that like any furniture from ikea if it broke wasn't their fault because they it's so cheap and breaks so easily yeah yeah that's smart. I'm sure they had a lot of issues with that. Oh, I was going to say, so as you know, I've been on my Gilmore Girls journey. Yes. Yes. And I make, obviously I make videos all the time. I make, you know, character yeah. videos, blah, blah, blah. I make one video that takes me 10 seconds where I'm just saying that Rory only dates losers. Yeah. And it's like one of the most viral videos I've had in years. That's the problem with it has over a million views. On TikTok? On Insta. Oh, Insta. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't understand the algorithm really anymore because especially on Instagram, it's it's very hard to to get outside of kind of your network. Um, but Isn't Gilmore there, Girls does uh, have a very big following. So people could be searching like, I don't know, Chris. I, I don't know. People love Gilmore Girls. People love Gilmore Girls, and they love to analyze it. It's such a good show. I have one more episode left in season five. <gasps> What's happening? I, I don't want to give anything away, you know? So, so it's like... Um, Emily and Richard had their renewing of the vows. Yeah. Rory's completely off the deep end, and also 100%. being a whore. Okay. Suki is annoying. Suki's driving me fucking crazy. I'll tell you that. Suki's character absolutely like jumps the shark and is almost yeah. just it's a very weird dynamic. I I don't understand it fully, but they just I don't know. I don't love this season, I'll tell you that. Okay. Uh season It's my least five, favorite season yeah. so far. Season 5 is 
is rough. Season six, I think, is when we're in the groove. And that's the last season that Amy Sherman Palladino was on. Because season seven, the network went on without her. They couldn't come to an agreement. That's so crazy. It's absolutely psychotic. I like can't get over that. She was the only one that was writing the show for six seasons. And then they just think... And someone had the audacity to say, we actually don't need you. And you went, I'm sorry, have you seen the writer's room? It's now completely empty. What do you mean? The outfits this season. Oh my God. Abysmal. Each one worse the fashion's than bad. the next. The fashion's bad. I actually remember Gilmore Girls fashion being like, wow, they dress like my friend. My friend. Like, not, oh, I aspire to be that. It's like, oh, my friend would wear that. (laughs) Like, Emily, and even her wedding, they they start the episode being like, she's getting married, you have to come over. Uh, They have rooms full of gowns. Is it it Alex Bornstein hilarious? She gets to come, I do love how Amy Sherman Palladino does that. She creates different, people play multiple characters. Her and Alex Bornstein must be pretty tight. Well, I don't know if you know, Alex Bornstein was supposed to be Suki. And she had a a contract issue. So she wasn't able to play Suki. So they made, but um, uh, Amy Sherman Palladino was like, I love you. I'm going to give you small roles. And then in Marvelous Miss Maisel, I will get to work. Like, essentially, it was like, I love you. I want you. I'll figure out how to work. Isn't that the same thing that was supposed to be in 30 Rock? Rachel Dratch was supposed to be Jenna. Well, that's upsetting because then that was the network's decision. Like Tina Fey was like, I want you like wanted that to happen. And then the network and maybe it was, was like, like, actually, we want a hot blonde. Yeah, they were like, so the the <laughs> the gag of she's actually not attractive isn't working for us. So we will <laughs> we will we would like that to be uh, somebody really hot. And then Tina was like, OK, I'm going to just make her like a reoccurring kind of disguise yeah. character, which is fun. But that was kind of taken away from her. I think they did. She did want to give her that role. How devastating. I know. That's like... It's a doggy dog world, honey. And that's when you go, why? And I go, actually, don't tell me why. You know, where it's like, oh, really? Why? Turns out people didn't like the way you looked. <laughs> it's like, okay, <laughs> I am going to jump off a bridge. But thank you for telling me. You know, like, what a what a rough realization. But yeah, season f- the fashion's bad. The fashion's always bad. It, that's part of the show is the fashion is... No one's writing home about what any... This is not Emily in Paris. No. This is... This is we Emily don't, we in don't, a closing TJ Maxx in the suburbs. Exactly. This is small town, no fashion. I that's am going to use that joke is. in a video, just FYI. Okay. I'm going to... I'm going to... Because I was going to do a little video about the fashion. Okay. I think Emily and TJ Maxx is a funny thing. Also, what do you think of Christopher? Yeah, Christopher, what a character. People who don't know, Christopher is L- Lorelai's... Um, Rory's father. Rory's father. And they. I personally, like, I love the complicated relationship of no one did anything wrong. It just didn't work out. Timing was weird. And... You know, um, when timing changes, like what's going to happen? And that could be really interesting. And also, like, there's obviously more stakes in that because, um, you know, the do- the relationship with the daughters involved and that's complicated. But I think he's uh, a very, a, a very good character. I think that I believe that the way that they talked about it in the future is um, like 
Lorelai's three men are like Christopher, Luke, and it might be Max Medina. That's so dumb. Max Medina, like, I love Max Medina, but like, there's no fucking way. Well, because I'm not sure because he comes back, but essentially everyone say everyone said like Logan is Christopher. Like that is that parallel. Oh. In the sense of like, there's the, but they are very different, but I that's the parallel. And Jess is like Luke is like, that's that parallel. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure if it stands, but uh, I like Christopher. He's okay. I mean, he's nothing to write home about. He sort of seems like a very... I feel like he's boring so boring guy. He is hot. He's just boring to me. I love he's like my favorite. I love that. I honestly they say boring is stable and you shouldn't not like boring. Um and maybe there's just no sexual tension for me with him. Like there's sexual tension between me and him. No, that's the sexual tension for sure. I don't think I felt it with Lorelai or something like with Max Medina, I was like, here we fucking go. Like, I was so excited. And I don't remember being very excited with Christopher. That's a me thing. I wa- At the wedding when they get in the big fight where Christopher's I love screaming. that fight. Isn't that funny? And she's everyone's pushing everyone. Also, I'm like, Rory, every time Rory tries to have sex, her mother walks in on her. I know. That's crazy. The timing. Lorelai can smell it. She's like, hold on. <laughs> But I mean, Rory's like everyone's barely taking a shirt off. You know what I mean? Like we're not, we're not. Oh imagine my god, how I got deep so we could be. pissed because my roommate was like, "Okay, like I knew her and Dean were gonna fuck," and then I'm like, "Oh, this is the scene where they're gonna fuck." They like go to kiss, it cuts, and I was like, "Wait, are they not gonna have sex?" And she was like, "Yeah, they are." And I was like, "We don't get to see anything." And she was like, "It's Gilmore Girls. They're not gonna show." And I was like, "We don't get to see even a shirt pop off." I know. What the fuck is that? It's very PG. It's very, it's very like use your imagination, but you do forget how powerful your imagination is. <laughs> like, I mean, half the time I see like sex scenes evolve, you know, they talk about it's like there's a lot of things that I'm always like, what was that? What did he do there? I'm like, what was that? Ew. Yeah. Or like, you know, sex takes 60 seconds everyone's come i'm like oh sure 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 well not everyone's as experienced as you jesse i'm saying that's what's not that's what's so insane is they fuck in a broom closet everyone comes in 30 seconds i'm like that's insane but that's me and that's what i think is insane about television if you do try to show it you're like well we don't have 15 minutes to show the sex scene so we have i forget that you need this is the same thing you think about porn you need a very long opening scene yeah, I do. Yeah. I don't know I don't, that everyone's like that. Is, does everyone get turned on when it's wham, bam, thank you, ma'am? Maybe it's just me that's not. No, I like a little... Well, no, that's not... I, um, it's, it's, I just don't... If anything, it feels not romantic to me. Like, when I saw Eminem and Brittany Murphy fuck quickly at a factory, I said, that's... A, that's I would be sad afterwards. That's just me. But I'd mm-hmm. be sad. Um, but some people love it. And it's I'm for sure Brittany Murphy was sad. R.I.P. R.I.P. I watched a movie with her in it called Ra- The Ramen Girl. Okay, I've never seen that, which is rare. I love Brittany Murphy. I've seen a lot of her movies. It was really weird. It was weird. It's like about a girl who moves to Japan 
with wow. her boyfriend and then her boyfriend immediately breaks up with her and she's stuck in Japan and she becomes obsessed with ramen <laughs> and like how to make ramen. Almost the original Eat, Pray, Love when you think about it. Is that what happens in Eat, Pray, Love? <laughs> no, not really. But it is the original Shoshana, I believe, went to like Japan or Tokyo for a job and then loses the job and then... Who? Um, in Girls, Shoshana. I think oh. had like a moment. I don't really know. Uh, but that would be interesting and quite a growth opportunity. And I guess no one's worried about a visa, which is always the first thing I think about. But um, I think it's such a cool mentality. Like my mentality, or at least old Jesse would have been like, oh, I lost, I lost my job overseas. Better pack up and head home. And I love the idea of being like, well, I'm going to see what happens. You know? Yeah. Like, I would hope that's the way I would treat it now, which is like the opportunity, you know? Yeah. It would be very, I would lose my fucking mind. Yeah, I'd be If scared. I moved to a different country and then someone dumped me. There was a TikTok I watched where this girl was like, I met this guy and 10 days later, he was like, come visit me in Germany. And I was like, apps for like a few, a month, I think. What? And she was like, and I did it. And then on the way, he's like, actually, I met somebody else. <laughs> and she was like, but I still had my ticket to Germany. So I went and then like pretty much she just talks about how she just went with the flow and wasn't like, didn't take it personally. And like met the new girl and was like, yeah, she's fucking great. Like, good for you. And I was like, how evolved is Gen Z? And how am I like... They're it's all... The Gen Z, I'm like, everybody's gay. Everybody's not yeah. gay. They uh, don't give a fuck about they anything. They don't give a fuck. They, it, it, what a beautiful little amalgamation of every other generation. It's Truly. disappointing. Yeah. For us. Well, yeah, because... It's just shocking to see that type of like, you know, a lot revelation. of them don't drink. It's like a thing. A lot of Gen Z doesn't drink. Wow. Yeah. Do they smoke? I don't think so. Okay. They're just a sober generation. That's probably why they're doing so well. <laughs> and over our glasses of wine and being high as a kite, I'm like, I personally don't see how they're thriving. <laughs> I can barely stand. I feel like we came right at the end of like the get more stressed out, get more stressed out. This is the most possible stress you can be. Yeah. And then the next generation popped. That's truly it. Like our generation was the last one to be like, it's a 70 hour work week and you'll like it. And we were like, okay. And then yeah. the generation There's after that's like... There's going to be no social security left for when you retire anyway. Yeah. And you're like, okay, that sounds fair. Like nine eleven happened at our the most formative time in our brain, so we. Oh my god! Yes. Like remember growing up constantly, it would be like we're at threat level. It's orange. It's red. It's yeah. like terror. Like for you know. Yes, that's and gotta I, have an effect on us. I went to school right by the CIA. All the kids whose parents worked at the CIA like went to my middle school, and I remember like. 9-11 it was like it felt like new york in the sense of like people were getting pulled out of class oh you know what i'm saying and i remember because i am well, not the pentagon also that day that yeah right and i like remember not even understanding what was happening at all and when they made an announcement i, ke I kept asking my friend i said there's a plane over our school there's a plane over like, the no, school. No, Jesse, listen. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I'm dyslexic. I don't understand. When I tell you I'm AD, I can't 
what are we talking about? What do you guys mean? And then when people, their parents were picking them up from school, I was like, why are my parents not? If the pl- I was like, if there's a threat, why am I still here? I was so scared. I like didn't understand at all what was going on. Yeah, it was a very scary time. It really was a scary time. And you know what? Maybe this Gen Z, it's like they've got it together. They're figuring it out. I have to say, I'm almost borderline sober. I rarely drink. But I do well, smoke and now do mushrooms. So, Yeah, you're on that little shroom train, huh? Thank you so much. Beep, beep. Yeah, I love... I'm really going to get into mushrooms. I literally just bought a scale. So I know how much I have to take. So that Did I you can... buy like actual shrooms or did you buy like chocolate? No, I bought like actual mushrooms and then wow. i bought ta- i know i'm like serious about it even though like the next day i don't know if there's anything that's ever gonna save my stomach i don't know because ever so far it's hard on my stomach but i'm like the trip alone is so worth it like especially when you can have like emotional breakthroughs i think it's fucking baller yeah, I like got. I had a really terrible trip on shrooms once, so oh, then I like no. stopped. Yeah, that makes sense. But a little shroom chocolate—that's better. I do have the chocolate too. I had, yeah, I definitely took too much one time in Amsterdam, and it was. Wow, you took mushrooms in Amsterdam, not, or it wasn't inedible. Oh, it was mushrooms. Wow, in Amsterdam, I first of all, I had not smoked. They're that legal much ever. there too. Oh, I know. When I went. My friend and I got a brownie and they're they're like, wait till it hits. And I said, it's not hitting. Like, of course, I did that mistake. And I kid you not. First of all, I felt as if there were balloons. I felt like I was in the movie up and Mm. I felt like I was going to start floating like above. And if I didn't like grab onto things like up, up and away, I went. This was on an edible or shrooms? This was on a brownie uh, and smoking a, a joint as well. Oh, no. I mean, I thought, yeah, I've never in my life been so out of control of, like, yeah, my emotions. thoughts and my body. That was me when I was in Vegas. Because usually, even if I'm, like, so drunk that I'm, like, even when I've been, like, blasted, yeah, I, I can still be, like, you're so fucked up. It, yeah. It'll pass. This, I was just, like, I want to die. This is just the absolute worst. Yeah, in Vegas... I fully had like a melt. My my boyfriend went to get like, I don't even know where he was. He was like, I'm going to throw this away. And within the time that he came back, I was sobbing. <laughs> sobbing. Yeah, I was sobbing. On the shrooms, I was sobbing. sobbing. Losing my mind. Like, and that's, you get a good cry out. When you hit a certain point on shrooms, you're like, this is coming from the guttural. That's another thing. On my TikTok and my Instagram, there are all these videos that are like, do you have trauma stored in your hip? And I'm like, maybe I have trauma stored in my hip. I don't. Everybody oh thinks I do Jesse, from these you videos. you can't believe everything that you see. Chris, I have trauma in my hips. Okay? I don't think that makes any fucking sense. I don't get it either, but there are, women, stre- there are women stretching their hips sobbing, and that sounds like it's going to be That's me. That's crazy, though. <laughs> I know. That's like people talking in tongues at church. It's like. Okay. But remember that one time I went to a somatic healer and the woman was like, oh, you have your fire trauma in your jaw. And I said, I don't think I do. And then she did this exercise and my jaw. I'm pretty sure my fire trauma is in my pussy because it's on (laughs) fire. 
but then yeah my jaw locked up and i freaked out and then she helped me work through it and before that i couldn't yawn and now i can so i don't know wow i know my name's anitra ladies and gentlemen did you oh yes yes <laughs> she uh, she's gonna win one uh, what is it six letters yeah. Three, vowels, three vowels and i'm gonna wear your pussy out <laughs> and then the karate chops and then we're the talking duck drag race. sorry you better walk that fucking duck i it was so good uh, my knees hurt watching that i said oh my god can you imagine that's it was a very good duck walk very good duck walk incredible impressive in heels stunning and he i can't i you guys watch drag race it's so fucking good what are you up to this weekend uh this weekend i think i'm just going to a birthday party it's like my boyfriend's friend's birthday party so that'll be interesting because i'll know no one mm-hmm. or i won't know many people but i love a birthday party where i can just float around and then on Sunday, I'm going to go visit my my friend Claire because she has maybe sprained or broken her ankle. Oh, no. Can you imagine that in New York? So I'm like trying to go and maybe help her just like with whatever, you know, get what stuff. Happened? She fell. And Oof. I guess she's tall. Oh, it's a longer fall. It's a longer fall. What are you up to? I don't know. I love an open weekend. Don't get me wrong. I don't know. I'm going to brunch on Saturday. Obsessed. I think I have my roommates out of town. I was going to, I was thinking about going up. I need to like drive upstate to get some. I got like an air fryer for Christmas. Oh. So I need to like drive up to get it, but I don't like, I cannot. The car rentals are so expensive. So I'm like, I was going to get and whatever, but now my mom has COVID. So I can't go up this weekend. Oh, oy. But I'm going up on, like, Tuesday for, like, a week. I love that. That'll be... Oh, Tuesday for a week? Okay, I'll miss you. Screw my life, okay? Oh! Ah! Okay, Sometimes and also we're hanging out tomorrow because we're going to record some Patreon. So, if, yes. guys, if you're not over at the Patreon, run. Okay, this month is fire. We're literally releasing so much content. So remember, it's Patreon slash Middle Children. Get your ass over there if you want to just like literally be our best friend. Thank yes. you. And if you really want to be our best friend, also rate and review us. We're trying to yes. get to a thousand and we're please. almost there. Yeah, we're so close. So please do. We love you guys so much. But yes. until next time, live every day like you're what? The oldest. We love you. Bye. The Middle Children. Middle Children is produced by Cameron Rood. Our theme song is written and performed by Hannah Solo and Alex Mitchell. With photography by Sarah Nathan. And artwork by Abby Lloyd. 